Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Get off my lawn! Studio DNA Network presents Sports Yak. Two guys talking sports and stuff like that. And stuff. And other stuff. And now here are your hosts, Corey Mann and Chuck Freebie. Take it away, you dopes. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to episode 10 of Sports Yak. My name is Corey Mann. With me as always, at least most times, Chuck Freebie. What do you mean most times? I've been with you every time. There may be a time in the future where you can't be here. I'm just getting the listener ready. What's going to happen then? It'll be... It'll be... (laughs) Oh, I wish you could have seen the look of just pure, sheer, I have no idea, come over Corey's face. A rerun. It'll be a rerun, like our most best listened of. to episode. Here's time for the best of Sports Shack, which the after best. 10 episodes should be easy to find. We could put something together. Yeah. Get off my lawn! The sixth touchdown pass in this game for Trubisky, who had 12 starts a year ago through seven. Let's come right out of the gate hot and bothered. <laughs> That's a little late for that. Are the Bears that good, or are the Bucks that bad? Yes, Next question. <laughs> it's somewhere in between. I think the Bears are obviously an improved team. Mitch Trubisky had the game of his life yesterday, throwing for six touchdowns and just embarrassing Tampa Bay. But Tampa Bay's secondary is really, really bad, and they clearly had communication issues yesterday. Hard for me to believe that that team went 2-1 and one through the first three games of the season. How many touchdowns did Mitch have yesterday? Six. With the six... I went a six words on my new and improved tongue twister. Okay. Mitch Trubisky, Nabisco Trisket, Whisker Biscuit. Why Whisker Biscuit? Because I became infatuated with Fitzpatrick's beard. Okay. When he got yanked off the, uh, yanked off the field there because he wasn't uh, producing. And then I started Googling him. Fifth smartest player in the NFL. They only have him as fifth? They have him as fifth in 2010. Oh. But then they wouldn't give me a list of who the top four were, which I thought was a very interesting list to be a part of. Apparently, he's a very smart individual. Well, he went to Harvard. So there's that. Yeah. To play football or to get an education? Yes. Is that what we're doing today? <laughs> yes. Yeah, he took some sort of test that starts with a W. Does that ring a bell? War- Warlick? I believe so. Something like that. Scored a 48 out of 50, which is a big deal. Finished it in nine minutes. Mm-hmm. Apparently he's a very smart. And he also has quite the traveling career. He's he's played oh, for. Oh, he's been around. But this beard is something new for him, I is think. It? And then um, 
I forget what running back that he borrowed the necklace from, but after they went two and zero, he went into the press conference with the uh, oh yes, with the sunglasses on and the leather jacket and the chains, and I mean it was a it was a different looking Ryan Fitzpatrick than most people have become accustomed to. So I got a yes out of you. The Bears are pretty decent. I think the Bears maybe. The second best team in the NFC behind the Rams. The Rams are undefeated. They're four and zero. Jared Goff looked brilliant on Thursday Night Football against the Vikings. But who else in the NFC would you take with the Bears? Maybe New Orleans with Drew Brees at quarterback. They looked good yesterday against the Giants. They're three and one, just sports, like the Bears. Sports Yaks on Twitter, Chuck at Sports Yak with two Ks. Two Ks. And uh, the Yaksters pushed back on the poll. Eagles for the win, Colts for the win, Packers for the win. Well, they got one out of three. So I'm curious about the Yaksters and their thoughts. I mean, the Eagles probably should have won, lost in overtime to the Titans 26-23. Colts had some controversy in overtime. So there's about a minute 40 left in the game. They've Mm -hmm. got a fourth down around their own 45-yard line, fourth and four. And Frank Reich, rather than punting the ball away and playing for the tie, decided to try to get the first down and play for the win. They failed to get the first down. Houston moves the ball 20 yards, kicks the game-winning field goal, and wins 37-34. Mixed reactions afterwards. There were a lot of people that say, well, that was just a dumb decision because you gave Houston the game. Other people said, you know, what good does a tie do the Colts? They're not going to contend for the AFC South this year. Why not set a culture where you're going to be aggressive, you believe in your players, you're going to go for the win, right? and so what that you lost this football game? You're not a playoff contender this year anyway. It's more important to set the culture. So two different ways of looking at the problem. I mean, the math tells you your percentages of making a fourth and four are less than 50%. So some people criticize him for the call that way. On the other hand, you know, what have you got to lose in that point? What well, you know, obviously you lose the football game, but if you finish the year seven and nine or six and ten, it doesn't make any difference. You're not going to the playoffs either way. You're the coach of the Colts. How would you have coached that moment yesterday? Frank Reich is new. His players loved the call. They want to believe in him. I'm going to back Frank Reich on that call. I think he made the right call. Okay. By the way, you can follow Sports Yak on Twitter, at Sports Yak with two Ks. You can follow Chuck as well, at 46 Sports. Boy. Now, hang on before we move on from that. Yeah. What did you think of it? Of Colts or Bears? The Colts. I caught a glimpse of that game, and then my big question was, when it comes to the NFL in overtime, what's the goal? What's the objective? I don't, I don't in my heart, want to play for a tie. Well, and that's the thing. The objective of a coach is to win football games, yes. right? Yeah. So the only way the Colts are going to win that football game, they're not going to get the ball back. There's not enough time to get the ball back. The only way they're going to win that game is to convert the first down. Okay. I see you there. Get off my lawn! Sports Yak. Part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Find more of your favorite podcasts at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA. Just that spark, you know, um, just that spark. I have to be that spark for my teammates. 
have to be the one who comes in and gets everyone hyped. That's why they call me the juice man. I have to be able to keep them going, keep them rallied up, have to keep them uh, just on their toes. We can't never settle for less. We always got to want more. Notre Dame Stanford. Let's rewind to Saturday. What a game that was. And I want to talk, I want to hear specifically your thoughts on Dexter Williams. Well, explosive has been the word that has been used to de- describe Dexter Williams for some time now. And that was an element missing from the Irish offense. His burst, which was very visible on the first carry from scrimmage when he exploded 45 yards through a hole for a touchdown and put the Irish on the board. Nobody expected him to get 21 carries in that game, especially Brian Kelly. In fact, he was asked about 20 carries earlier in the week. He said, I don't think that's going to happen. But earlier in the week, Jafar Armstrong didn't have a knee infection that kept him out of the game. Mm -hmm. Then Tony Jones Jr. bangs up his ankle, and by the end of the game, Really, your only great viable option at running back was Dexter Williams. Avery Davis could play back there, I suppose, but he has problems hanging out of the football. And so Dexter Williams, for now, is the the king at running backs for the Irish. Obviously, these two schools uh, have great respect for each other, but it was a good victory for us tonight. When you are suspended for four games... Do you still get to practice? Yes, and he was practicing with the team. So he's in there working hard, doing what he needs to be doing. Right. He's trying to get himself back into the good graces of the team. Uh, Eric Hansen from the South Bend Tribune had a marvelous article on the front page of the Tribune yesterday. Dexter Williams' mother, who is fighting uh, two different life-threatening diseases, came up from her home to live with him. Um, make some breakfast every morning. They usually have dinner together. They're a very faith-filled family. They pray together every day. He prays for her when she doesn't have the strength. She can really only move around about 45 minutes to an hour a day physically. It really These life-threatening diseases that she has really take a toll on her body. Hmm. But she has come up to help parent him and guide him uh, during this time, even went to a class with him one day uh, to make sure that he's going to class and seems to have helped Dexter Williams out. His nickname on the team is Juice because of the energy that he brings to the team, and that was evident on Saturday night as well. Do we know why he was suspended? No. Well, Brian Kelly never even said that he was suspended. Now, a lot of other people, including Dexter's mom, has said that he was suspended, but We've never had any official saying from the university that Dexter had been suspended. Oh, wow. I mean, I even heard uh, the announcers Saturday well, throw that around. A well, times. I think it was pretty widely known that he wasn't going to play for four games, and it had been reported all summer long. Yeah. But officially, nobody at the university ever said that Dexter was suspended. Okay. Was this the weekend you had Tariko on? Yes. How'd that go? Mike Tirico was terrific, as he has been before when we've interviewed him. Uh, the voice of so many things right now on NBC, Notre Dame football, Sunday night, or football night in America on Sunday night. Uh, he is their number two football announcer, so when they have multiple playoff games, he does play-by-play on that as well. Host of the Olympics, uh, has done golf commentary as well. Just outstanding, and... We had about three minutes with him on News Center 16 at 6 Saturday night, and he was 
very, very good, very hospitable. What I liked from what I saw about Mike Tirico, he made sure to greet every member of the production crew as well. I That always shows me quite a bit. The behind-the-scenes folks. Yes. Have we done top three player-turned announcers? Well, I think we have. Uh, I think uh, I started the, off with Kirk Herbstreet. That's right. And then I think I threw in Chris Spielman, who I enjoy. Uh, he did the Bears. He played the, yeah. He, he, was, he was really good. Very entertaining. Yeah. Like, they had to start reaching uh, in that second half. Oh, so sure. They pulled out some of his highlights and Wheaties box. and Yeah. He had himself a business in the front, party in the back haircut, which I approve. That was number two. Who else? Um, among the current commentators. Oh, Todd Blackledge, who does games for ESPN. He works with Sean McDonough on the ABC telecast. He had the Clemson-Syracuse game over the weekend. I think he's very good as well. Up next for Notre Dame. Virginia Tech, Saturday night in prime time on ABC. You'll get Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreet on the call of that one. Hokies are in the top 25. Their backup quarterback has played well in the last two games since Josh Jackson became injured. Led them to a nice road win over a ranked Duke team on Saturday. So this isn't going to be easy for the Irish to go into Lane Stadium where they play Edder Sandman as the Hokies come out on the field. Yeah, That place will be rocking. It's the first time Notre Dame has ever played there. They're going to be geared up. Saturday night, prime time, and the Irish are going in with some injuries. Drew Tranquil has a fractured hand. He will play, but he's going to have a, a foam cast on it, and that could make a difference. And then Alex Barr's likely out for the season. Uh, doctors fear the worst with his knee that buckled under him during the game on Saturday. Barr's likely out with an ACL and MCL tear. Notre Dame has given the we approve of vivid seats. Yes. And uh, so I watched the tickets as the it got closer to the game on Saturday because we kind of wanted to go. My daughter and her fiance went, and um, tickets were around one seventy five at noon, and then just watching them kind of deflate. Sure. As the game progressed, I saw them get as low as twenty three dollars, but I would have had to Before show up at halftime. Oh, show up at <laughs> halftime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All righty, all righty, all righty. So let's touch on uh, Purdue and IU from the weekend. IU got a nice road win at Rutgers. They're 4-1. They've got a huge game with Ohio State Saturday in Columbus. Hoosiers will be massive underdogs in that game. Purdue continues to look better and better as the season goes along. They went to Nebraska. Cornhuskers are now 0-4. Somebody joked on Twitter, well, you know, Scott Frost took Central Florida from 0-12 to 12-0 while he was there. You can't do that unless you go 0-12, and the Huskers seem to be on their way. They're 0-4 right now, having lost to Purdue last Saturday. But the Boilermakers, that's the kind of win they need to get if they're going to consider being a bowl team this year. Friday night, game of the week. You're starting to prepare for this weekend? We have number 2 Northwood taking on Warsaw, first place in the Northern Lakes Conference on the line. Oh. The Panthers of Northwood undefeated on the year. They've got a terrific back by the name of Bronson Yoder. They run them out. They run them out of the quarterback slot. They run them out of the running back slot. They run them as a slot receiver. They do a lot of things and move him around. 
And their offense has been terrific so far this year. One of the highest-powered offenses in northern Indiana. They take on a Warsaw team coached by Bart Curtis, the former Mishawaka coach. Warsaw is 6-1. and one. Their only loss came in controversial fashion, a field goal that was ruled good in overtime against Plymouth that video later showed was not good. Despite that fact, Warsaw has persevered. They got the W Trophy last week in Kosciuszko County beating Wawasee. And now they go head-to-head on the 46 airwaves Friday night at 11 and Saturday morning at 9. I'd like to make a prediction on this episode for Friday night's game. Okay. In the movie The Jungle Book, you also had a panther versus a tiger. Really? Bagheera versus Shere Khan. Okay. Do we remember how that ended up? No, I, I don't. Shere Khan's uh, tail caught on fire because of the work of Bagheera, the panther. I'm going to go Panthers for the win. So Bagheera was a little more wily and was able to use strategery, as former President Bush would say. That's right. I'm going to use the Jungle Book method, Panthers for the win. All right. Ooh. They're beguiling. I want to be like you. It's the bare necessities. If you'd like to use that, go right ahead. Thank you. Get off my lawn! Here's what the critics are saying about the Sports Yak Podcast. You guys suck! Rock 33! Find your happiness with the Sports Yak Podcast wherever you listen or download podcasts. Explain to me this game of baseball. What is happening today? Well, today is is somewhat of a nirvana if you're a real baseball fan. If you're just one of the true passionate fans of the game. 162 games have been played in the regular season. And in both the National League Central and National League West, there's a tie for first place. So the Brewers play the Cubs today at Wrigley Field. And the Rockies play the Dodgers today at Dodger Stadium. And the winners of those games will be crowned as divisional champs and will move forward to the National League Divisional Series. Okay. The losers of those games, well, as fate would have it, they will be the wild card teams then in the National League. And the two losers will meet at the home of either the Cubs or the Brewers because they have the best records in the National League. They'll get home field advantage for the wild card game. So much. It's like I need a chart. And here's the other thing. Atlanta won the National League East. They don't even know who they're playing or where they're playing yet because of all this other mess in the National League. Jose Quintana throwing today for the Cubs. He has been masterful against Milwaukee this year, has an ERA against the Brewers of under two. I can think of nobody better for the Cubs to have on the mound. Now, hopefully it'll work out that way. Baseball is a funny game, as Joe Graziola once wrote, and you never know from day to day what's going to happen. The Brewers have been red hot in September. 3-0 Chiefs, Broncos, 2-1 tonight for Monday Night Football. Who you got? I would take the Chiefs in that one. I just think Andy Reid's got a solid team. Pat Mahomes, at quarterback, has been sensational so far this year. I'm not sure the Broncos are still settled enough on offense to put enough points on the board to beat the Chiefs. Four years ago in Chuck Freebie history, a rant heard round the town. They stand for no clue at... You see these four letters behind me? 
They stand for no clue at all. Because when it comes to discipline, that's how they act. Because I'm sure in your families, if grandpa makes a mistake, you punish the children, right? Well, that's what happened today down at SMU, an athletic program so notorious, ESPN does 30 for 30 documentaries on it. You see, the NCAA caught Larry Brown cheating again. When it comes to recruiting, Larry did it at UCLA and again at Kansas. It's kind of like the woman that goes on Springer and tells her daughter, what did you expect? He cheated before. He's going to do it again. So because Larry cheated, who gets punished? Kids like Nick Moore from Warsaw. You see, Nick plays at SMU, and he's not going to get to play in the postseason. The only time three-quarters of the nation watches college hoops because Larry cheated. And certainly you say, well, what did they do to Larry? Well, not a whole lot. They suspended him nine games, so about a third of the season. So Larry, who cheated for a third time, keeps his job, and he'll make millions. And Nick Moore, well, he's waiting to see what else is in the NCAA toolbox because they just used the hammer and the screwdriver on him. Mm. And that's old guy rant for the night. Get off my lawn! Well, it's funny because you posted this Saturday morning, and I was in WNU Studios rehearsing Saturday for our Countdown to Kickoff show, and the general manager came down, and I mentioned it to him, and he knew exactly what I was talking about. So I hadn't heard about it in a while, but when you posted I thought, you know, that was one of my better rants. It was. It had a point. And what was his uh, – was, was he the general manager at the time? John O'Brien, oh yeah, he said he howled at the time. He remembers seeing it. He said the first thing he thought was, well, there goes our FCC license because he's going off here. And then the way I ended it up with the shouting of get off my lawn, he thought that was just hilarious. Get off my lawn! Well, you know, people always like to have the Bible verse, and let me give that to you today. That's from chapter 9 of Luke, verse 48. Jesus said to them, Whoever receives this child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. For the one who is least among all of you is the one who is the greatest. Again, adopting that servant's mentality, treating all other people the way that we want to be treated, that's what God is all about, showing that kind of love. You can follow Sports Yak on Twitter and Instagram, Sports Yak with two Ks. Follow Chuck at 46 Sports. You can hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Once again, hit that subscribe button. Thanks for listening. This is Sports Yak. You've been listening to Sports Yak, proving anybody can have a podcast. Sports Yak. On the Studio DNA Network, this is Jimmy Schultz. Get off my lawn! For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.